Hey you, what's happening at work? What's keeping you up at night? What's causing you frustration or depleting your wellness at work? Talk to me and with me. This is Joyce Odinison, your host with the What's Happening at Work show, where we create solutions to work, live, and play well. Join me now for next episode. Hello, hello, and welcome here. I'm so excited to talk with you today. And today I want to talk about the six principles of collaboration. You know, sometimes we are, we need to collaborate. We know we need to work with someone. We know that it would make things better and we just can't get ourselves up to collaborate it. Or there are times where some of you say to me, you know, in my performance review, it says that I'm not a good collaborator. So as we face COVID-19 and many of us are now working from remote locations, working in our homes or various homes, and we need to put that energy together and work together to get things done it's even more important for us to collaborate. So I thought I would record this piece on the six principles of collaboration. I've been teaching this course for, I'm sure, way over a decade. And I'm always surprised at the feedback I get from this course, the feedback that I get from managers and and supervisors and those of you who are team leaders, as well as employees saying, making comments that, you know, Joyce, I'd never thought about this, or I, it's clear to me now what the principles were. I didn't understand uh, clearly what the principles were, what they meant, and how I could be practicing them. So I want to put this on here for you and give you an opportunity to really understand clearly these six principles so you'll be able to assess for yourself when your manager, when your leader, when your coworker tells you that you're not collaborating, that you, you're probably not being a good team player or something like that, you can go back and quickly assess to see, okay, what am I not doing? Which of these principles am I not following? <laughs> and which of these principles should I need to start following that will show up, that will make me present myself as a collaborator that will be very much something that others can observe and others can identify that I am doing the effort. Because many of you say to me, well, Joyce, I am collaborating. I have done. I did this and I did that. And and I don't understand why I'm being getting, why I'm getting low, low marks on collaboration or why they're complaining that I'm not collaborating. So maybe just going through these six steps will give you a bit more insight into what the collaboration is, the, those principles of collaboration. And then you can for yourself flash out what you might want to do differently. What would that look like for you? So don't forget when you listen to these, you're going to have to come back and personalize them for yourself. And some things to ask you yourself, and, and this is the coaching me now, uh, sharing something to go back and ask yourself is, how am I demonstrating this principle? Is this principle reflective in my interaction, in my communication? 
and my what I how I present myself at work. So let's get started looking at the six principles. So principle number one that I teach is value on the relationship. So that's valuing the relationship. Well, you may ask yourself, well, Joyce, what, what do you mean by that? What does that mean? Well, when you, when you value a relationship, when a relationship becomes important to you, you show caring, you show a desire to enrich, to foster that relationship. You want the relationship to be successful and you're willing to make the effort necessary for things to work in that relationship. So I want to challenge you to go back and look at your your interactions with your colleagues, look at your behavior, look at how you participate in the things or what you show, how you show up in the relationship, your comments, uh, your energy, your presence. And even though you're working remotely or you're working off uh, online, offline, all of that is can be can be demonstrated remotely. It's not you don't have to be face to face to demonstrate value in the relationship that you value the relationship and you want your interactions to be successful. So keep that in mind because that is key. The second one that we talk about is communication. Now, I I don't talk about just communication. I talk about responsible communication because Communication is essential for human interactions. And in order for us to collaborate, we need to communicate responsibly, meaning that I am going to think clearly about the communication. What do I, what impact do I want to have? Um, and how is that going to show value to the relationship? So these principles are not separate from each other. These, these principles work together. They work together mean they are in alignment. If you don't have, if you don't value the relationship, then your communication is not going to be responsible. So you first have to value the relationship. And when you value the relationship, you're going to be even more responsible in the communication, ensuring that you're sharing the right message at the right time, in the right tone, uh, in the right environment. And that if something goes wrong, you take responsibility to ensure that you're communicating care and value and you want the other person in all persons in that relationship to get that sense from you. So you are going to take that extra step to show value and communicate. I value this relationship. I want this relationship to work. Here's what I am prepared to do to make this work. Very, very important as we're all very stressed right now, as we're all running different places and gathering our stuff and thinking how long we're going to work from home and, and what that's going to look like, let's just stop and think because you need those relationships to be sustained in a healthy way to be able to take what you normally do face-to-face offline and do it remotely. It's even more important to work on the relationship and to communicate responsibly. The next one that I want to talk about is transparency. It is so important for us to be transparent in our action. And that could be simply by telling the other person, here is what I am thinking. I would like this information because... Uh, my thought around this is 
being transparent, people cannot read your mind and it is actually putting them in a difficult situation because they're going to come up with assumptions to able to draw meaning from your behavior and the assumptions are always worse than the reality. So just go ahead and be transparent. It is a key factor in our ability to build trust. As we are transparent, others will start trusting us because they don't have to wonder why we're doing what we're doing. They don't have to wonder what we're thinking. We are clearly articulating our thoughts, why we're thinking we need that report, why I would like to get an update on where you are because it's essential for me to also gauge myself and ensure that we're working in sync. So, so important, right? So when you have transparency, it prevents suspicion and negative assumptions, and it removes the ambiguity that causes frustration, that causes suspicion, that causes anxiety, especially right now with everything. Just think of all the things that we don't know. We don't know how long COVID-19 is going to uh, cause us and force us in a, in a situation that we didn't want. Um, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know how many people are going to get sick. We don't know to what degree. We don't know if our immune system is healthy. We assume it is. We hope it is. We've been taking steps to make sure it is, but we don't really know. And so at the end of the day, we have so many things external to us that we don't know. It's very important for us to remove ambiguity in our day-to-day interpersonal interaction where we're working together, where we're, we're looking at, okay, how many of us are going to be working from home? How many of us are going to keep the office open? How do we get, how do we pick up messages? How do we stay responsive to our clients? What would that look like? We need to be able to participate in that conversation. And so the next one that we look at, and that is number four. So first one, we look at uh, value in the relationship, responsible communication, transparency is number three, participation is four. We need to participate in the conversation. Even if you're fearful, even if you're feeling anxious, even if you're feeling uh, really sick inside, it's okay to be transparent with your core and say, you know what, I'm really bothered about this. I'm having sleepless nights or it's really bugging me. It's on my mind. I don't know what to do. Just by participating with others and, and, you know, putting your, your elbow grease in and say, okay, uh, maybe, maybe you might need that file. Let's, you know, I'll email this to you. I, this is one way I can send questions. You know, if you're not used to working online, you're used to coming into the office every day, getting up and you're like, how am I going to do that? How am I going to, how am I going to be that way? This is so different. I always get up and get ready and leave the house and now, you're telling me I have to work from home and, you know, this is a situation that's external. Change is external to us. So we all are going to go through this transition, which is the emotional and mental aspect of it. The psychological, emotional transition to now not having my day to go, picking up my coffee, talking to my coworkers, having coming into the office, seeing everyone. That's going to change. But what's really important is, can I participate in getting the work done? How do I support my team in getting the work done? What does that look like? 
Am I participating in the readiness to close our office? Am I participating in the dialogue of what things may look like, how it may be different and how I can help? Very, 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 very important. It's critically important for you to be showing up as participating. So if you look back on the first, the first one is if you value the relationship, you're going to participate. You're going to be uh, able to, to, or you're going to want to communicate responsibly. You're going to want to be transparent to reduce the anxiety and the frustration for others. And then, of course, is interdependence. This is one of the principles that we're going to have to rely on at this time. We are interdependent, meaning that if you travel and you come back to the country, you're going to give yourself that self-isolation for 14 days because you know that what you do, your actions is going to impact others, exposing yourself to others or putting others in harm's way in case you're a shedder or in case you are you're, you're transmitting the disease or your healthy carrier. You are, we, our actions are interdependent. You're feeling sick. You're not feeling well. Uh, you, you disclose that. That's all part of being interdependent. If there's been a time on the planet that we're going to see how interdependent we are, it's now. Look, this thing happened in China, all the way in Asia. Like if you've never been to Asia, it's a long ways. It, you're on, you, it will cost you 24 hours to get to Asia minimum, right? It's the longest travel time. And when you get to Asia, it's a completely different world. And so they, their time, they're, they're ahead of us. And so it happened there. This is in December. And had we recognized the level of interdependence we have, we have as humans on the planet, Maybe this virus wouldn't be everywhere as it is now, affecting so many countries. Because people tend to forget that their actions impact others. So when we talk about interdependence, we want to remind ourselves that I depend on you for my safety, my well-being. I depend on you to do your work in time, to finish your part of this project so I can continue on. My Our clients are depending on us to complete the task at a certain time so that they can get their service or, or product. So interdependence is such an important aspect of our life. As humans, we should... we. We are interdependent. Our physiology is that of our entire biology is made up of, is interdependent. Our brain won't work if our heart isn't pumping. If blood isn't flowing through our veins, we, I couldn't be here talking and, and sharing with you. So we are, we're a system of interdependent parts and the same for our health and our wellness. If the sun doesn't shine, we will eventually not have, uh, you know, life on the planet, everything we have is dependent on each other, our environment. We all have to do our part 
to keep clean. So same at work. There's a high level of interdependence as a, as a leader. If you're not leading well, it's going to impact the morale of your employees. It's going to impact the morale of your team. People are going to feel that they're not valuable. So there are little things we can do that we do that send subtle messages that says you're not important. I don't value this relationship. And whatever happened in this relationship doesn't really matter. It doesn't fix, it doesn't face me. So we need to be sending a more positive message saying, I value this relationship. It is important to me. What happens in this relationship is important to me because this relationship is valuable. And when we practice that, we're better able to practice the whole concept of collaboration. So now I go to the six, which is synergy. Synergy depicts our ability to establish rapport and develop trust. Interdependence in our collaborative relationship is that trust. The trust is what makes us feel that we're able to work with the other person. To be synergistic is to connect deeply, to having rapport with another. It determines our ability to meld ideas and thoughts and for a relationship to be uh, healthy and smooth with each other. And that's what we want to we want to attain in our working relationship, especially in a time like now. And I think COVID-19 is such an important learning opportunity for our world, for us as a human race, as a society to recognize how very, very interdependent we are and how we can actually live in harmony and be synergistic. By me choosing to keep myself safe, to cover my coughs, to um, not exposing others in case I am sick or I'm, I'm a healthy carrier. I am actually showing that I am living in harmony with others. I want to. So connecting with others, this is a time where you need to have what we call deeper conversations with your colleagues. Ask how are they feeling? Or how is this working for them? Do they do you clearly understand how this works? Is there something I need to help you? So you really need to go the extra mile and not just make assumptions that what they say is what they say and what, you know, sometimes people are short, they're irritable. Many parents are working from home and they don't have the, the space or the freedom. They might have a tighter space and now they're all cooped up in together for all day. It's very hard to keep the kids quiet and to reduce the noises. And so we have to stay, um, we have to be collaborative. We have to be respectful. We have to be a kind and communicate in a responsible manner. So those are some of the things I wanted to share with you. I hope you, you get value from the six principles of collaboration as you power down or power up wherever you're working. If you are one of the team that's taking on the first shift to man the office or manning from home and wherever you are, your situation is definitely changing and collaboration is going to become a key reality. It's going to become something we need more than ever. Whether your team, you have a team of two or a team of 2000, you're going to need to practice collaboration at a higher level. So power to you, um, sending positive thoughts your way, stay well, stay safe, uh, protect yourself, and most importantly, protect others. Let's, let's maintain this spirit of collaboration and interdependence because what you do affects me and what I do affects you. 
looking forward to sharing more with you. And if you're looking for more tips, go ahead and, and uh, download my podcast at what's happening at work.com. Share with your friends, share with your colleagues, your leaders, anybody you think who would benefit from this as we work to help each other create a collaborative environment at work. Bye now. You've been listening to What's Happening at Work. This is Joyce Edison, your host, and I want to thank you for being with us. Thank our guest and our sponsors, Interpersonal Wellness Services, Inc., the Global Workplace Wellness Summit, and of course, the Wellness Competency Mindset Movement. And if you want to hear from us, learn more or get more episodes, join us at interpersonalwellness.com, where we help you to work, live, and play well. Bye now, and we'll see you for another episode.